Hi, this is Mike Madura and you're listening to the ZFM Sports Podcast. Z. Lionel Messi has conquered his final peak. Lionel Messi has shaken hands with paradise. Argentina, champions of the world. And the nation will tango all night long. It's time for the biggest sports stories. Max Verstappen has taken the checkered flag to win the Japanese Grand Prix. Max Verstappen. Two-time world champion. The biggest interviews. These are happy tears, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. And I wouldn't be Serena if it wasn't Venus. So thank you, Venus. And all the analysis right here. There's no question that LeBron James, at the worst, is a top three player in the history of basketball since the game was invented. I don't want to hear that. It's just blasphemous. It's just blasphemous. Let me finish. Let you finish. I'll let you talk. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport, it's CFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on CFM Stereo. My station, your station. It's a very good evening, Zimbabwe. It is ZFM Sport on a Friday. Fire Friday here we call it and we're getting your weekend off to the start that it deserves. Uh, the team is here, Sean Tafirinika, our producer, uh, Alois Bunjira and myself, Barry Manandi. On the home front today, Harare Giants Dynamos are in buoyant mood as the new technical team gets down to business ahead of the 2023 Castle Lager Premier Soccer League season. We'll be talking about that and the permutations for uh, the... F- the <laughs> I was about to say fading Giants... <laughs> <laughs> the Giants, uh, who are the most successful club. Wrong, hey, yeah, no, most successful. <laughs> uh, maybe. Not fading. <laughs> uh, the most successful club in Zimbabwe. Oh, shucks. Guys, we've really got a message. Where's Chris? Uh, Chris is not on the show today, but she is back. Shut up, I Chris is back on Monday. Uh, she uh, is uh, recuperating at home after a slight uh, incident. Uh, we also have international news, even without <laughs> Chris. <laughs> we will have it. Novak Djokovic set up a final against Stefano Tsitsipas after he stayed on course for a record-extending 10th Australian Open title in Melbourne. In around the world in 60 we have updates from South Africa, England uh, the United Arab Emirates and the United States. Uh, in the beautiful game, European football gets underway with Manchester City and Arsenal headlining the fourth round of the FA Cup when they lock horns at the Etihad Stadium tonight. In La Liga, Real Madrid warmed up for their clash with Real Sociedad on Sunday night by beating City rivals Atletico Madrid after extra time to advance to the semi-finals of the Copa del Rey. In Serie A, not Napoli's quest for the first Italian top flight title in 33 years continues on Sunday night when they host Roma at the Stadio Diego Armando Maradona. All of that and so much more to look forward to. Chris and Mike will be back on the show very soon. For now, it's the three of us. Let's start with the power play. The Home Front. Local sports news and analysis.
All right, it's your local sports news roundup with me. I know I'm not Chris, but um, <laughs> let's take a look at what's happening. <laughs> That's problematic, not having Chris. <laughs> what a fantastic message. We'll start with Hembo News, where Zimbabwe will head into the test series against West Indies without Sikanda Raza after the all-rounder was granted permission by Zimbabwe Cricket to play franchise cricket abroad. So Raza will take part in the ongoing International League T20, where he plays for Dubai Capital. In rugby news, Zimbabwe born prop Lovejoy Chawatama has penned a new deal to continue his journey with Galaga English Premiership side the London Irish. The 30-year-old who moved to the uh, exiles in January 2017 has played 84 times for the club and twice helped them win promotion back to the top flight from the championship. And finally in hockey news, Zimbabwe Hockey Association are appealing for sponsorship to assist their under-21 players, both men and women, as they prepare for the 2023 Junior Africa Cup that will be held in Egypt through the initiative of a support a player supported team that was implemented in their junior development series against Zambia the HAZ is appealing to corporates and individuals to help them as the continental tournament draws closer From Rufaro to Barberfield, Mandawa to Nyahunga, all the perfect moments in the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League come together on ZFM Sport. Time to start that news about the Harare Giants Dynamos. Now they're in buoyant mood as the new technical team gets down to business ahead of the 2023 Castle Lager Premier Soccer League season. Now Dynamos are now in their second week of training under the new technical team headed by Hebert Marua Jombano who is being assisted by former captain Murape Murape and Genesis Mangombe, of course, who was with Yada. Now, uh, since parting ways with Twindarai and Dimbare have brought in more than five new players. I recall uh, that it's closer to a number of about ten, uh, whereby they've brought in the twins, Calvin and Elvis Moyo. Uh, they're from SC Platinum. They've uh, uh, black rhino striker Eli Ilunga. In fact, the twins are former FC Platinum players. Uh, they've been brought in from Blood. Uh, Chiefs, uh, Black Rhino striker Eli Ilunga, Tendai Matindife and Arthur Musiwa among others and uh, just looking at their business, uh, the last recorded total that I had is about uh, about 15 outs, so far about 10 in Alois, I know you're not a fan of bringing in so many players I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a fan of, uh, of that uh, to be honest uh, when we had uh, Tundra and Dirai, I think one of the two seasons that he was at, uh, at Dynamo he brought in uh, 17 players uh, at the, the same time and uh, w- w- there were talk about uh, fans needing to be patient because they were building something mm. they were building a team yeah. that was capable of challenging for the championship maybe in 2-3 years time, they actually finished third mm. in, a, in the last season and people were thinking, okay there is a team now, they finished third, they're looking forward to now finishing second, you know, progress. Yeah. You know, we're looking at progress, you know. Now comes in a new coach, dismantles everything that was done, that was built by Tondra and Raya, yep. and he starts building his own team. And the message that comes out from uh, Jompano is, be patient guys yeah. this is a new team if you think that we are going to be challenging FC Platinum this year or a second or next uh, it's not possible mm. because we have got a new team here we are starting a new project that means yes it's a new project I appreciate what the coach said it's sure. a new project sure. but then how long 
is his contract mm. and how long is the project going to be until they start producing uh, results that are going to match FC Platinum. Are the Dynamo's fans expected to wait another two years? You know, uh, the whole team. And, uh, and, and, I, 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 I and don't understand. Real... This is not just Dynamo's Bay. Yeah, I agreed uh, because we've, we've, we see that prevailing throughout the league, Sean. And, and in truth, um, there's, a, there's a statement in Zimbabwe which, which basically uh, alludes to the fact that uh, coaches basically recruit, recruit the players that can best do the business for them. Uh, and whenever uh, they go to a new team, you'll find the same sort of heads, same sort of players coming mm. through the door and true to form yeah. already we've seen Eli Ilunga move across uh, from uh, Black Rhinos which was uh, uh, the old hunting ground of current coach Herbert Marwa that speaks to something being structurally broken at a club level where coaches come in and they've got the leeway to do that and there's no proper recruitment strategy where now it just seems it's a perpetual cycle of uh, we are building a squad that can challenge maybe in the next season but for this season please bear with us please have patience with us like um, Alice was talking about and I'm taking a look at this yes he's brought in some f- f- familiar names people he's worked with yep. but he's also just brought in players he feels are talented and it's just a collection of players and it makes me worry about the team chemistry we recently heard about uh, Donald Mudadi as well as Denver Mukamba who they thought <laughs> he's going back to Dynamos <laughs> and you know players such as Nyasha Chintuli as well as Donald uh, Junyai so it just looks like on paper yes they're decent players with the within the Dynamo's ranks and there is a possibility that he might have stumbled on, on something and yeah. uh, they could have enough uh, strength and depth to challenge FC Platinum this season but it just seems structurally who, who is supposed to do recruitment guys uh, Alois is it, is it is, does the are the players signing with the coach or are the players signing with the club is it, who is supposed to lead recruitment and how is this all supposed to work because in my mind's eye and if I were a fan sitting out there and you can let us know your thoughts on 0731-168-045 I'm probably sitting out there and saying that's oh, fine let's get all the best and the brightest put them together and we should win the title yeah I don't know uh, about strategy I think it's, it, it comes back to strategy long term short term strategy and our clubs don't seem uh, to, to, to spell out what exactly they are they are looking at you know this is supposed to be spelled out even to the coach mm-hmm. that we want abc we want to go in this direction right. so for me it's always every it goes on for 10 years yeah. you know by 10 years they could have built a solid foundation a solid thing that could have actually be dominating like what fc platinum is doing mm. but they do it they've recruited over, three every signed every, three players every, yes. exactly yes. the champion exactly you know like sean wants to say i don't i don't have a problem with a new coach coming in and bringing in even uh ten Hag. he came to manchester united we knew that somehow yes he, he did but yeah. he kept the the, the the bulk of the structure at, at, at manchester united intact probably Rashford would have said I want to go but Rashford is a club project 
you're you not going anywhere. Yeah. You, this is the project that we have got. This is the direction that we, we have. So sometimes, yes, a coach comes here in here, but there is a way that the club is going. To answer your question, who recruits players? It, it's both ways. Yeah. The club has got a strategy. The mm -hmm. coach gets informed. This is where we are going. We've been fortering here and there. In a year's time or two years' time, we want to go in this direction. And most clubs, you have got a director of coaching. The technical direct director of coaching, who is not a technical director, technical yeah, sporting director, who then is the one who is in charge of the club philosophy, where the club is going. When you work hand in hand, they work together now with the profile of the kind of player that you want. You know the age. Are you are you guys not? talking about something that's pie in the sky because in truth <laughs> what we see in Zimbabwe they I haven't seen it anywhere I haven't seen a but, club but it's gonna work for FC Platinum but it's just it's just a matter of sitting Barry of sitting and say this is what we want to do we are just I don't the know junior if we're team at, at FC Platinum is directly fed into the first team and it we have has. seen the the, the the talent that um, Tanelunkos uh, and, and how, how brilliant he was uh, this season. So, it, it, of this world, so yeah. we can see that it works. Because, it does work. But, but it's just that I don't think there's a club that's brave enough to to do that. It's, it's because of the pressure and the win now and going after after the championship where it just seems it's gun ho and it's just vibes. Right. But it doesn't work without pro proper planning. You go in the streets. They will tell you that uh, FC Platinum they are winning because they've got money. Yeah. But uh, they are spending the least. <laughs> yes. They are the ones that are spending the in least fact, money. They sent, they sent, they sent. I think it was five players out, and they brought in, three. They brought in three. They're spending the least money. Yeah. But you say the high money, Mary, what are we saying, Mary? What are they doing with the money? Are they paying referees? So what are they doing with the money? What, what are they doing? They are doing the correct thing. Your team, Zamuru, that's Namari, Sajolo, Zurugun, Zamafu, seventeen, twenty players. So. So just to add to the discussion and conversation, gentlemen, uh, there is talk that Nyasha Chintuli, Tanaka Shandiwa, Donald Junyai, Emmanuel Ziwocha, Prince Milanzi, Keith Madeira, and of course, Rookie of the Year, Jaden Baraki, are all have impending signatures. In fact, they're just putting ink into the pen for these players to sign for Dynamos. And you, you, you I, I look at the players that have gone out. Um, I would have thought the likes of God knows Murira still had a lot to offer. Uh, two dynamos, he's crossed the floor, he's gone to capture United, he'll send out Keith Moreira, Ralph, Ralph, Ralph Kawandera, there's a lot of experience there of the Premier League. He was League. there for he's one season. Out. One season and left. Foreign trio of Sylvester Apia, Albert Yonde and Alex Orotomo, of which Orotomo, for me, I think there was something there that just couldn't be used by the coach who was there because he's a big, strong boy and in truth, if you want to play with a target man, and you tell the boy, you're mm. not going to play every game, but there are games that where I'll need you. we're Is not going to have the ball. I will need you. Like against FC Platinum, you put Orotomo at the top there mm. and just aim, aim at him yeah. as soon as you win the ball you've got a chance in the game so players like that have gone out of the club and now here comes Herbert Maroa with a new setup altogether. What is the realistic expectation, in your view, that Dynamos can finish the season position? You see, Barry, that's the, the tricky part. That uh, expectations come up, Sean said they look like they on paper, they're a good side. Now it brings expectations. Yes, on paper it looks good, but it's still 
comes back to are they going to coordinate are they going to have enough combination are they going to click so that they can actually be a team you know not just to click as talent mm. click as human being yeah you know <laughs> you you, you get from a yeah social, a social perspective. perspective you arrive in a club then two three players they just don't bounce yeah they as soon as they get into one room they just not together they don't even say anything to each other but i don't we run so you know some some of these things some of these dynamics we don't know mm. what is going to happen so you can trip out to Gweru this this and I'd be remiss not to also mention my concerns of Herbert Marua he hasn't been at a club of this magnitude Danamos is a different breed to be the head coach of yes I understand his coaching uh, pedigree but the facts on the ground are that the, he the was argument, fired the argument will be oh we 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 he was in our junior structure he understands the club philosophy if there is one uh, but, he he knows Dynamo's but sitting at that job I'm yeah, saying but that fired from black rhinos he was in charge in the latter days of Harare City. He could not save them from, from relegation. Yeah. So I still have my doubts about him and his pedigree for this particular job. Now, uh, uh, that, uh, that uh, I, I want to differ slightly. Um, sometimes a coach needs the platform right. to actually go up there. Anana Peb, Anana Zidane, they didn't have the pedigree at all. They just came from the juniors and they took up the job. But they, they got, the, they so got the, the, the reserve so sides know. flying before they took up yeah, the first we, Yeah, we, but we, we don't... Things can happen. We, 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 are, we, are, we, are, we are not so sure. But to be fair to Herbert Marua, at Arara City, I was there at the particular time that he came. He was not leading the team. He came in to assist. Right. You know, he was just assisting what was there. They were still Takuz, Tafaz, one was the Tafaz, okay. were the assistant coach. Tawarai they were still Mangiro. No, they were Mangiro. still there. But he was coming in, he was assisting, and he was not he was not at all in charge. He was just here and there. Here and there. He was not really in charge. But uh, like I said, we don't know yet what is gonna happen. We can strike gold, like short yeah. you can you can strike gold, it's not gonna be because from on paper the players that he has brought they're they're really good but, in a, but in a, in a, Niza, we don't know in a league campaign what you get what you need to have is consistency and then yeah. for me i think that i see consistency in teams such as uh fc platinum who have maintained a lot of the squad that they that they that they had uh, i see consistency in, cl- in clubs like uh, highlanders mm. uh, that has gone about their business very quietly, quietly. this whole season yes. have retained a lot of their players retaining divine mindidida was absolutely huge for them because because he was really the the, the, the he, hasn't, he hasn't come for training yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shucks. Okay, yeah. that, that, where is he? We, they don't know. You see, that's the problem with Zimbabwean players. <laughs> yeah, they they claimed that he, that he had renewed. So I don't know how the, he renewed. Maybe he sent yeah. an email saying that I'm staying. But uh, Gezi the Platinum Stars as well. Gezi Platinum Stars have mm. gone about their business quietly. They've gone off to Vic Falls. I could think of worse places to go for pre-season. <laughs> uh, but that's a very exotic venue for them to go and prepare their pre But pre-season. why Victoria Falls? Is Love that. Yeah, yeah um, I, I think what they're looking for is the heat uh, in in Victoria Falls. Uh, also, basing that in in Mondorongezi, 
during the, the, the hot summer months, it can get quite, quite humid. And plus also, you know, team bonding. And yeah, maybe for, for, team, for, team, for team bonding. Well. Because usually, usually camping, you need altitude. Mm-hmm. You know, so that when you are now playing anywhere else, you are more comfortable yeah, you, you, playing anywhere. You, you get a lot more value you, you, out of it. Yeah. Yes, you get more value, more, more, more value from uh, from acclimatizing so and di- getting Dynamo's have got a big, big task in that Herbert Marua. I hope that he's conducting two sessions a day, that he's uh, uh, pushing these guys to try and get his philosophy into the players because I don't think there is a Dynamo's blueprint in terms of uh, how Dynamo's Yeah, it's the coach's blueprint. It's the coach's blueprint. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see that as Alois is saying... Oh. How many millions of fans again? Seven miles. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm telling you. Seven million. I think I'm telling you. Where is the seven million? 0731168045. Samsonic from Urungwe has already weighed in. He says that Manchester City won Arsenal three tonight. So you can let us know your thoughts about that and so much more. But at the moment, we're talking about Dynamo's Football Club. What are their realistic prospects in this coming season? There have been all sorts of players coming through the door. Can they gel? Can they bond in time to make? Make a title tilt because that's all they can talk about, guys. Uh, especially after finishing third last season, the only way is up. Second or first is the only realistic thing that they can look forward to in this coming season. We've got our international sports news, and then we'll be reading your messages when we get to the fan zone a bit later on. We're talking the Australian Open. From the front of the grid to the back of the net, it's CFM Sport. International Sports News Roundup, where the world comes out to play. Australian Open this weekend, it's final time. Novak Djokovic set up a final against Stefanos Tsitsipas after he stayed on course for a record-extending 10th Australian Open title in Melbourne. The Serbian overcame a first-set wobble to defeat unheralded American Tommy Paul 756162 uh, to march into his 33rd Grand Slam final where he'll be bidding to equal Rafael Nadal's tally of 22 titles. Let's hear from Nole. Of course, very satisfied and pleased to be in another Grand Slam Finals. I mean, this is exactly what I've imagined and hoped that uh, will um, happen. You know, when I came to Australia, with intention to 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 be in a position to fight for another Australian Open trophy. I think that the experience of being in this particular situation and circumstances before uh, helps. I think also the fact that I never lost the Australian Open finals uh, definitely serves as a great confidence booster prior to uh, Sunday. But of course, still the job needs to be done on the court. Um, I'm going to play against uh, Tsitsipas, who is in a great, great shape, great form, has been playing some of his best tennis. Um, and I'm sure that he's going to be very motivated to win his first Grand Slam title. I know his game pretty well. He knows my well, uh, game well. <clears throat> we played several times on different surfaces. We played in one Grand Slam finals in uh, was on clay though in Roland Garros some years ago. So uh, I, I know what's uh, what's ahead of me, and, uh, and I'm excited. There's, you know, fortunately for me at uh, at this stage of my career, because of all the achievements, there's always basically every match or every tournament is always something on the line. Uh, particularly when the Grand Slams are um, uh, played. So um, you know, of course, I'm privileged to be in this position, and I'm hoping for the best. See. 
Uh, the voice there of Novak Djokovic uh, talking about his chances against Stefanos Tsitsipas, who's the third seed in uh, this uh, tournament. And uh, there's an extra incentive, isn't there, that, uh, you know, the world number one ranking is up for grabs for either one of these. But the head-to-head certainly doesn't favor Tsitsipas. That doesn't favor Tsitsipas at all. And like you were saying that for Novak Djokovic, at this point in his career, every final matters because it, it's it's uh, another footnote in the legacy, another footnote in where he'll be recognized in the game when it's all said and done because now he has a chance of equaling Rafael Nadal for 22 grand slams, which is absurd. <laughs> and we know that he's still got so much more in the tank. He has a chance at Wimbledon. He has a chance at the US Open. Yeah. French Open, not so much. Yeah, because... friend, leave, leave that out. <laughs> There's a franchise out on that. And, <laughs> and, and, and Nadal that. owns it. Uh, but with Stefanos uh, Tsitsipas, I think you'd be happy that he's playing some of his best tennis. I know that the reading is not too good. I think it's probably nine straight mm. against uh, nine straight losses against uh, Djokovic. The last time he won against Djokovic was probably in 2019. Yeah. So he goes of his in two wins against Djokovic. Exactly. <laughs> so he might be able to pull off a surprise, but that's on the on the 40 percent, 30 percent chance yeah. that he'll be able to do that. But maybe some gamesmanship may come into it we know that these players have a propensity to somehow have injuries when one of them is, is you know gaining momentum he's on top so it's just going to be a mental battle out there and um yeah, may the best man win. <laughs> That's it. Well, current world number one is Carlos Alcaraz. He will lose his world number one title uh, or na- world number one uh, uh, ranking uh, as soon as this match is over and he'll lose it to either one of the two uh, when the, they have the final results out in the uh, Australian Open. So Novak Djokovic, this is a banker for him uh, because he wins out in Australia quite easily. We know that it'll be a partisan crowd. Uh, they love him in, in Australia. He loves it in in Australia, uh, so likelihood is that the the scales are heavily tipped in the favour of Novak Djokovic. On the women's side, uh, two of the biggest hitters in the women's tennis go toe-to-toe when Ariana Sabalenka and Elena Rybakina uh, clash in Saturday's Australian Open final in Melbourne. Uh, Belarusian fifth seed Sabalenka is in the form of her life and on the brink of a maiden Grand Slam crown. How does this one play out tomorrow? Um, I'd say that actually Rybakina in this one might actually have the slight advantage being mm. a Wimbledon champion. We've seen that Sabalenka for all her talent and had a massive big hitting she does choke up in the big moments and that has been the biggest stumbling block of her career. Many semi-finals many finals but just never being able to get over the line and now she has an immense opportunity against an opponent that she's beaten I don't think she's actually ever lost to Rybakina if, yeah. if I'm not mistaken but a Grand Slam final is different mm. you will get tight you will get nervous so yeah. that's my only concern for Sabalenka but if she's on the A game and she's a she this woman they beat the ball <laughs> so it's going to be an exciting fun so, like, listen it's, 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 it's interesting that you talk about uh, Rybakina almost choking as it were um, given the fact that she's dispatched uh, uh, how many Grand Slam three Grand Slam former Grand Slam champions on her way to the fight no, I, was, I, I was talking about Sabalenka she's Sabalenka. the one who's, who's who, who seems to choke up in finals? And Rybakina has been phenomenal form yeah. in this in this uh, um, Grand Slam because she also dispatched world number one Igas Fiontek. Yeah, uh, that's so when I got a fright. That's yeah. when I knew okay. <laughs> that it's real. It's, it's real. <laughs> that's when it got real. So how do they go first? Let's talk about the men's. 
Um, I'm going to give it to Djokovic um, in four sets. Okay, Djokovic in four sets and then on the women's? And this one, I think it's going to be close. And I think for, uh, for the first time, Sabalenka is going to be a Grand Slam champion. No way! <laughs> I'm going to go <laughs> After Sabalenka. After saying all that, <laughs> and then you say that I'm going with my heart there because she's one of my favorite players on the tour. All right, okay. Well, Sabalenka and, and for you? Novak, jo- I'm Novak Djokovic and I reckon Rybakina. I think uh, when, you, when you beat the best to get to the final, you are likely to be the best. Right, let's take you around the world in 60 then it's time for our play of the day hi this is benjamin luck i'm on the zimbabwe davis cup team and you're listening to zfm sport the world in 60 seconds international sports news all right, let's take off in South Africa for the first one day international of a three match series. South Africa 298 for seven after winning the toss and electing to bat first. Then England in response right now are 126 for no loss. Um, and they require 173 runs from 32 overs. The current run rate is, 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 uh, seven and over. The required run rate is about five and over. So you can see how it's see swinging how <laughs> at the moment. In England, Elliot Daly has been out of England's Six Nations campaign with the hamstring injury. Daly will be sidelined for three months and will miss the entire tournament. In the United Arab Emirates, Rory McIlroy and Patrick Reed overcame their pre-tournament war of words to set the clubhouse target during the opening round of the weather-affected Hero Dubai Desert Classic. And finally, in the United States, the road to the Super Bowl resumes with conference championship games this weekend as the Philadelphia Eagles are hosting the San Francisco 49ers and then Patrick Mahomes, Kansas City Chiefs will be taking on Joe Barrow's Cincinnati, Cincinnati Bengals. It should be a cracking game, that one. And that's Around the World in 60. Fan Zone. Get in touch with the team and have your say your way. Operator. 0731168045. That's our number right here in the studio. It's our WhatsApp number, so send us your messages and your thoughts. I like Sydney Matute, who says, like, I like Alois' perspective on a coach who will be judged when they start playing. And also, you can be lucky and build a team which will compete and win the league. And, and, uh, I'm glad that Sydney says lucky because yeah. that's exactly what it will be. It'll be luck. Feja, feja. But I don't think sport is about that. That's why I say sometimes you need a deliberate a deliberate decision with guys try to ice out got so i think we are fine now under 19 now but no cigar next year next year but one i think four five and go pinda you gonna uy this james mason mount na nigrigina but no joka ba to tumbo and so loan in in a year's time to azora to so dai so pa no cigar 21 20 2022 i think team everything that piece we want to win this yes. in 2024 exactly and Communicate to the fans that that's what you want. And to the do. coach. And if, if a new coach comes, I know who's going to Tina Riz James, Tina Mason Mount, Tina Nigi, Varigu, Varigu, Varigu loan, Varigu loan loan to Mafana Edu, Trudaku, Vatora, the particular time. Like, no, it's not rocket science at all. And then this this message is you don't tell us your name, but it says exactly what we're saying, which is hi team. I think the acquisitions at Dynamo shows that the club is looking for instant glory, not necessarily being sustainable. Seems like Marua doesn't 
doesn't have a two-year plan or a five-year strategy for the club to retain glory over a period of time. Ingori, grab and go. Yep. Now, grab and go, Sean, doesn't come from uh, the coach. Grab and go comes from the club because the club has not given him job security for him to be able to, be to have that long-term plan, yes. isn't it? Yeah, man, and, 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 and that's why coaches just end up also going gung-ho and just hoping for the best. And it's, it's literally a gamble. You can literally go 50-50. <laughs> a big gamble indeed. Uh, this one is from Prince, and Prince says that I'm predicting Eagles to take on the Bengals in the Super Bowl. Your thoughts, Sean? Uh, the Bengals have proven to, the, to be the bane of the Kansas City Chiefs, but uh, this time around, even with the whole board, uh, Patrick Mahomes, I think it's going to be Eagles and... Uh, and Kansas. I think Joe Barrow this time, um, they go down. They go down. <laughs> All right, That's man. just my prediction. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a prediction. That's exactly what it is. Uh, this one is uh, from uh, Valentine. It says, Manchester City 5, Arsenal 1 because of Edison. He says, Edison is going to have quite a bit of work to do tonight. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what sort of lineups uh, get set up. Yeah. We'll be talking about that in a moment or two. So we'll be able to let you know in detail what our thoughts so Mike in Laio uh, says if Arsenal beat City today, then they very well on their way to lift the league. Next season won't be this easy. Now or never. So it's about inconsistency. It's that luck that we're talking about in a league campaign. Sometimes if you want to be lucky in a league campaign, you've got to hope that all of your title rivals also have the necessary wobbles that make sure that you can win the league. So there's too much uh, that you hope for. Rather, prepare to win by doing the right things and we don't think that signing 10 to 15 players in a single window is doing the right thing let's go international with our football and we're starting in England your, your hit mu- music station my station your station it's everybody's station Z FM stereo the big leagues the big teams the big players the beautiful game on ZFM sport all the rivalry. Potty! Stars. There goes Haaland. He's on his way again. He's hungry. He's scored. He always does. He always will. Nothing more certain. And all the game-changing moments. Marcus Rashford. He can't miss at the moment, Marcus Rashford. All the updates from the Premier League on ZFM Sport. So European football gets underway this evening with Manchester City taking on Arsenal, headlining the fourth round of the FA Cup when they lock horns at the Etihad Stadium. Pep Guardiola's side thumped Chelsea 4-0 in the third round to set up a tie with the Gunners, who ease past Oxford United 3-0 at the Kassam uh, Stadium. Let's get the pre-match thoughts of both managers ahead of the clash. As, uh, we'll hear from Mikel Arteta, but we start with Pep Guardiola. I had many, many assistant coaches since I arrived that uh, I don't want anyone who knows to be with me. So, and we felt, I felt that as soon one team could, you know, offer him to be a firm manager, he would leave. So he could, I think, happen years before, one or two years before, it didn't happen what happened, and I'm not a guy to say, no, you have to stay with me. So everyone has a dreams, everyone has. And I know he went to the team, his club, you know, the team he dreams of. So he's, I think, a supporter for Marcel for the fact he played there, was a captain there, and he loves the club. 
I remember, I remember that uh, when we were together here, when we scored a lot of goals with our opponents, always he jam and celebrate, except one team. In one team, every time I score a goal, I jam, come back, he was sitting there. It was Arsenal. So in that moment, I said, oh, that guy, that guy likes Arsenal. I always hoped that that was going to be the case one day, and, uh, and it's happening this season. Uh, obviously, that's not going to change any friendship, the moments that we have, um, how important he is in my life, how important he is in my profession. Uh, but yeah, we are both willing to win and, and defend our clubs uh, the best possible way, and uh, that's always been the case since, since day one. See. Now, given that these two are former workmates, colleagues, friends, uh, chances are the way that they set up their teams, the way that they select their lineups today, is going to be a marker as to how they are going to approach this. I suspect we're going to see a few of the frontliners, the headliners, in tonight's lineup. Yeah, I think uh, the both teams mm. are going to fuel their strongest uh, squads. Maybe not strongest, but I think we'll see a few of the of the main guys. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I still believe that uh, guys, I'm going home. Okay. This is it. Because Man City, they don't want to lose. Now and then the gap is going to be big. Or now, they, they need to win so that they close the gap. And Arsenal, they know that if you win this game, the gap uh, becomes bigger and it well, makes it's, them it's more really, comfortable. It's really the psychological gap that yes. you're talking about, isn't it? Because, uh, you know, they, they progress in the cup. It's a psychological blow, even for the league campaign. Yeah. So, for me, I think uh, this this is epic. Yeah. This is going to be one game that, you know what, my philosophy, maybe Pepe has got the guts to do that, yeah. maybe. He's not doing well. But I think for this game, he's like, guys, what I love about both these sides is that um, you, sometimes you'll see teams that play a, a certain way. Once it comes to cup football, like the FA Cup tonight, uh, they, they, they change their style and they want to just progress. These teams yeah. are going to come out and play the football that they know, regardless of the fact that it's an FA Cup uh, fourth round. And, uh, and I think that's what makes the match so interesting that uh, similarly, we know that there are teams that want to dominate the ball Mm. And they also want to make and exploit any kind of space, especially in the white areas that, that, that is created, which which I think creates for a fascinating uh, contest. I'll be encouraged by Arsenal. They fared pretty well um, against uh, Manchester City the last time they faced them. But then they lost 2-1. That last gas goal from, I think it was Laporte, mm. uh, who scored in the final, uh, in, in the dying minutes of uh, the game against Manchester City. But it was an indication of that Arsenal may be coming closer. It was progressing. Yeah. It was progressing. And that, that they didn't get a chance to, to play in the league because of the rescheduling. Yeah. So now it's another step to see how far Arsenal has come, has come to, yeah. to closing that gap with Manchester City. The table says there's some separation, but now we'll have to see it on the field of play. Oh, yeah. and, and the most interesting part about this is they're going to be facing each other very, very soon. Yeah. In, in the, the league. league, exactly. Yes. <laughs> so psychologically, this game yeah. is, is very, very important. Psychologically, it's very, it's very, it's very critical. But I think. I think for Arsenal, they've got the point to prove with Itashika. Mm. We deserve to be on top. We deserve to, we deserve to be here. Because these teams, remember, they play almost a similar kind of football. Yeah. They play the same. But Arsenal had zero bones last mm. year. Mm -hmm. But this time, they are like, okay. Yeah. It, 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 but bones with our bow. 
And so I, it's and, going to be fine. And there's subtle differences that I see as well because uh, Mikel Arteta likes to play it a little bit quicker than 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 yes uh, yes, yes, than, yes than than Pep prefers to play. And also, uh, Mikel Arteta loves uh, box entries. Uh, and case in point, when they played against I think it was yeah. United, uh, the, the box entries were right up there, 26, yeah. 29 uh, times in the in no, the was catches. 63. 63. Premier League record <laughs> this season. Uh, my apologies uh, yeah. for getting those statistics <laughs> wrong uh, about Arsenal. <laughs> 63 touches in the box, so he loves box entries. Whereas Pep loves to 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 move you around, find the space, exploit it. So it's 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 a chess match tonight. How does it end, Sean? My head <laughs> says Manchester City win two one. My heart says Arsenal win two one. <laughs> so what are you going with? What are you going with? I'm going, I'm going with my head since this is a world class show <laughs> and I've got my pundit hat on. Right. So you're saying City win 2 City one. win 2 1. Uh, if it was a league, yeah. what would you think? At the Etihad, 1 1 draw. <laughs> <laughs> How does this end? I'm with Strong. Mm. I think uh, Man City will win this one 2 1. 2 1. Okay. Yeah. I am going for an Arsenal win. Uh, I suspect that it will be a slightly cagey affair, uh, given that it's cup. It's a cup game. Uh, and I suspect that uh, Arsenal will prevail 1 0 and go through to the next round. If not, then it will end in a draw and it will go to penalties and Arsenal will still win on a penalty. So that game is on tonight and here are your key uh, FA Cup fourth round weekend fixtures that you can look forward to. Accrington and Stanley will take on Leeds. Now there's a game for you. Warsaw will take on Leicester. Southampton versus Blackpool. Preston North End will take on Tottenham while Manchester United will take on Reading. Brighton takes on Liverpool in That's the Premier League. That's a humdinger. That <laughs> and uh, Sharks Liverpool will be quaking in their boots ready to face Brighton. And Hove Albion. Let's go to Spain. The league that makes football all so beautiful. Where artistry and strokes of genius are the order of any day. Where the game is played with a smile. And Real Madrid has Benzema. Karim Benzema has kept his nerve and has given Real Madrid the lead. All the news from the Spanish La Liga on ZFM Sport. All right, Real Madrid warmed up for their clash with Royal Sociedad on Sunday night by beating city rivals Atletico Madrid 3-1 after extra time to advance to the semi-finals of the Copa del Rey. The win came at some cost as two players, Furlan Meni and Rodrigo, picked up injuries during the match and had to be taken off again in cup football. In the King's Cup, the Copa del Rey, make sure you get through. Real Madrid, a bit of a scare because they went to the half, 1-0 down against Atletico. And Atletico, we they are famed and fabled for being able to hold on to leads of that nature. But this is not the same Atletico. Yeah, it's not the same Atletico and it's not the same uh, uh, coach that uh, that we used to. You know, he tried to be to play expansive football. He, try, he was he has been trying to, to play a whole lot different... Uh, no, Frankenstein, yeah, is. we don't know what he is at the moment. So for me, like you said, I don't think he's the same athletic. You know, Kudara, about three, four years ago, would know Kudara. One 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 it's, it's over. It's over. <laughs> you know? Done. Yes. And but now, now ah, it went all the I way. They're now, they're now like athletic. <laughs> I wanted to <laughs> take you last night. 
<laughs> I wanted to text you last night, Alois. Yeah. I think Morata is he's, he's in a rich vein of form at the moment. He's, he's scoring goals. He, he's, not, he's, not, he's not a bad player. He's not a bad player, but uh, he misses a lot. Is this Alois saying this about uh, <laughs> Morata? He misses, he misses a lot. Yeah, it's gonna, he misses a lot of chance. It's going to rain out tonight. Weekend La Liga I said he's not a bad player. Your Kiwi La Liga fixtures. <laughs> uh, Girona takes on Barcelona, Sevilla versus Elche. Uh, Getafe takes on Real Betis, Osasuna versus Atletico Madrid. And then Real Madrid will be taking on Real Sociedad. Real Madrid, of course, can ill afford to drop any more points and let Barcelona get away. This time, Barcelona playing before Real Madrid. They're taking on Girona. you got to expect that Barcelona should be able to do the business in that game. We're going to Italy next. Now, Napoli's quest for their first Italian top flight league title in 33 years now, continues on Sunday night when they host Roma at the Stadio Diego Armando Maradona. Uh, their previous two Scudettos... Um, came in the Maradona era in 1987 and 1990 and a win in this match would seem, see them go even further towards achieving their only title without the Argentina great in their aside and it's fittingly that they renamed their stadium after the great man and uh, are pursuing a league title they're playing some phenomenal football yeah they are playing good football I think they're playing some of the best football in Europe mm. scintillating yeah. I should say you know this the pace the speed I, I the hunger for the, the hunger ball. yes I think one player that actually fits them mm. I know if they have the money mm. what's this um, what's 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 his name from Newcastle? Tony, <laughs> no, Newcastle. The, the Allenson Maxima. Yes, the Maxima. <laughs> he should play for for Napoli. Yeah, yeah cause, he cause, should cause, play for Napoli because of the pace and, yes. and and the ability on the ball. He should what play I, for Napoli. What, what, I, what I love about what Spalletti has done at Napoli, he has he hasn't sort of transformed the the roster. What he's done yeah. is he's transformed the players, hasn't he, Sean? No, he, he definitely has. Um, the, the talent that the the team has. We always talk about um, the, the youngster um, Kavrashkelia, mm. but there's also Elmas who's been flying under the radar. He's yeah. been contributing as well, and um, uh, Osime has just been Osime. a marvel up front. But How Napoli, Napoli seems, especially with Spalletti, Jose Mourinho is sort of his kryptonite. Yeah, he doesn't have a, a good record um, against him, and we've seen that Roma. Uh, before the World Cup break, they were picking up some form. They come into it, they pick up from where they. I think it's about five or six matches unbeaten. They, they look good, so I think this one is going to be a cracking game in Serie. I, I, I truly believe that uh, if Jose Mourinho comes out and he plays against Napoli, number one, we'll have a great matchup and 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 the the match will be entertaining. Uh, but I think it will suit the Roma players a lot more because we've seen uh, Roma do not play like what we knew of a typical uh, Jose Mourinho team be attritional uh, defend play in that low block uh, counter attack and win matches Roma is playing nice expansive attacking football Zaniolo is looking good uh, we've got even uh, Tammy Abraham is looking good both with and without the ball so hopefully Mourinho sticks with what he's been doing and comes out and plays yeah uh, even for the fans yeah uh, we, we would love for him to actually play the way he has been playing but if he looks at Napoli the way they attack and the yeah. speed at which they attack, yeah. you might think, you know what, maybe let me sit back. I hope he doesn't. Yeah. Because otherwise you will bring down the standard of the game that we really want to watch. Yeah, you know. But if they play, I, I still think they can still match um, uh, Napoli uh, for, for, for talent and everything else. But I, I believe that Napoli has got this edge 
especially when it comes to the energy. Yeah. They, they, and, 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 and they can dismantle energy. you. We they can they dismantle you. Yeah, they do that. Sometimes they, they, they when they can. get a hold of you, they, they step can. on your neck. And then high speed. They can kill you. You can get really hurt. But listen, you've got to give as good as you get. Your key Serie A fixtures this weekend. Cremonese takes on Inter Milan. AC Milan hosts Sassuolo. Juventus takes on Monza. They're trying to claw their way back into a Champions League position. It doesn't look likely after that uh, 15-point deduction that they suffered. Uh, Lazio takes on Fiorentina while Napoli takes on Roma as the headline fixture out of Italy. In Germany, Jude Bellingham returns from suspension when Borussia Dortmund go to Bayer Leverkusen on Sunday. Now with two wins from two in 2023, Xavi Alonso's Leverkusen team are absolutely flying and Dortmund have likewise taken maximum points following this restart although they have needed late winners from Gio Reyna against both Augsburg and in Mainz. Uh, so uh, Borussia Dortmund getting some consistency into their game. Now we hope, uh, albeit that they are late goals, sometimes that can be the momentum that you need to take you to the next level, isn't it? Yeah, because it was uh, seventh heading into this week and then the last minute uh, winner from Gio Reyna against Mainz to win 2-1 and now they're up to fifth and they'll be just looking to trick up the table and I think that's also the mission uh, for uh, Bayer Leverkusen as well. Things were looking dire before Xabi Alonso took over but he's got the team flirting with mid-table and they'll, they'll be looking at one of the European spots as well. You've yeah. got half the season to go. So, again, a, a really good matchup against uh, two um, German giants. Yeah. Uh, and, and, uh, and I'm hoping that Dortmund just needs to find some consistency like you say they do but uh, I hope they don't win because uh, I, I like Xavi Alonso he's uh, a Liverpool legend and I like the way he used to play the game and now how he coaches the game because Leverkusen is looking really really good I'm a Dortmund fan <laughs> you're a Dortmund fan so I'm a Dortmund you're fan comment, you know exactly so, how you want this to go yeah I'm sorry Xavi Alonso your Bundesliga key fixtures uh, Hoffenheim host Borussia Mönchengladbach Bayern Munich take on Eintracht Frankfurt and then Bayer Leverkusen will be hosting Borussia Dortmund in the game of the weekend. Chan, if anyone's following that, and we certainly are, Algeria versus Cote d'Ivoire is currently on. We'll give you a score update uh, before we leave the studio. Uh, Senegal is taking on uh, Mauritania later this weekend. Madagascar versus Mozambique and Niger will be taking on Ghana. Those are the matchups in the African Nations Championship. Chan, Currently, it's nil all Algeria and Cote d'Ivoire. It's at half time that game is, and each team has received a dismissal. Uh, they Gendouz <laughs> has been, was red carded uh, for Algeria uh, in the twentieth minute, African and then in the thirtieth minute, Atuhula <laughs> uh, uh, Yao. Uh, of Cote d'Ivoire was red carded so both teams down to 10 men that's all we have time for we're back on Monday don't miss the show may God richly bless you that's my story and I'm sticking to it Manande out Lionel Messi has conquered his final peak Lionel Messi has shaken hands with paradise the biggest sports stories Max Verstappen has taken the checkered flag to win the Japanese Grand Prix interviews. These are happy tears, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. And I wouldn't be Serena if it wasn't Venus. So, thank you, Venus. And 
all the analysis right here. There's no question that LeBron James, at the worst, is a top three player in the history of basketball since the game was invented. I don't want to hear that. It's just blasphemous. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's CFM Sport on CFM Stereo. My station, your station. Hi, this is Mike Madod and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. Z.